We are April and Scott, creators of NaughtyGym.com, and this is The Naughty Gym Show. For years, we've been fitness and nutrition coaches to thousands of people through our commercial gyms and online platform. We've also spent nearly a decade in an ever-evolving open relationship. This show brings together two of our biggest passions, fitness and sex positivity. Our mission is to maximize the physical and mental health of anyone brave enough to explore relationship structures that run counter to societal norms. We have demolished our old ways of thinking about relationships and from that rubble built a life full of happiness, adventure, and vitality. And now we want to help you do the same. So hop on the treadmill, start the show, and let us teach you how to never stop playing. Hey guys, so if you are watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe and leave some feedback if you found this interesting or if you didn't find it interesting. You need a lot more subscribers. <laughs> we hope we can make money out there. Right. And if you are watching or listening on your podcast platform, subscribe. Is that what they do on podcasts? And leave us a review. We're really good at this. We are super good at this. <laughs> um and one of our sponsors, supporters, affiliates is Shameless Care. So Shameless Care does um, online ED medication. So you have a consult with a doctor, online consult with a doctor to get ED medication, which almost every man, probably over the age of 40, or maybe even younger than that, at some point will struggle with some type of ED, whether it's in a play situation and it's because nerves, because they get in their head and or because of other reasons. Um, but you can get judgment-free consultations. And STI testing. And STI testing. Extremely. <laughs> Extremely important. We do um, our STI tests Every three months, um, or if we have more play sessions. Um, but what we love about the Shameless Care STI test is they do uh, an anal swab, vaginal swab, um, oral swab, which is important because a lot of times your doctors won't do an oral swab, and you can get oral gonorrhea. Who knew? But right? Uh, and they do a blood test all from your home. So it's discreet, um, easy. You send it off and then you get your results. In Mine came last time in like three days. I had it on my phone, all of the results. So you can show your partners. We um, play with safe partners as well, but we also use protection. Anyways, go to shamelesscare.com, put in co promo code naughty gym, all one word, and you can save $30. Well, baby, how you doing? I'm good. I had a big week this week. I broke my toe. Oh, wow. That's right. Well, <laughs> we don't know for sure that it's broke. You could just be busy. I'm pretty sure it's broken. I dropped a shelf on it. Are you trying you to show that to me? I was trying to show to the camera. Um, you also somehow narrowly avoided uh, a major health scare for me. Yeah, we thought... Um, no, we didn't. I thought... <laughs> That Scott was um, on his last leg this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Wednesday night, well, let me say this. Wednesday, Scott had a checkup, a physical with his doctor. And physical. the nurse practitioner is one of our good friends. And he was supposed to go in, have his blood work. They did an EKG. Yeah, EKG. EKG, they do all the things. Anal probe, all the stuff. They did not do an anal probe. Oh, okay. Well, you just dream. <laughs> it's just your fantasy. You did have that the next day because you had your urologist appointment. Yeah. Okay. So Wednesday night, <laughs> it's like two in the morning, and the way our bedroom is, I'm sleeping on my right side, closest to the bathroom, closest to the bathroom, facing the bathroom, and something wakes me up. I hear a noise, and I open my eyes, and Scott is hunched over, like leaned over in the door frame of the bathroom. And it looked like he had fallen against the bathroom door. And so I jumped up panicking because I, I don't know what's wrong with him. And I get the lamp on. And by the time I turn around, he is on the floor, just out. And so, um, you know, I kind of jostle him and I'm like, what are you doing? He, it, you just looked at, you're like, where am I? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. First question I asked was, "What did did you take something before you went to sleep? Did you take something before you went to yeah, sleep?" I said. 
you said no because Scott has trouble sleeping sometimes or falling asleep and staying asleep. So he'll take yeah, a no. Benadryl. Yeah. He'll take so a trouble, half of a gummy. I don't have trouble falling asleep, but I'll wake up sometimes. Right. He sleeping. never le- learned self-soothing when he was little. So he takes assistance <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Well, so, and she sometimes will... Make little comments about, you really need to do that tonight, that kind of thing. Yeah, because so, I, I want you to learn, like, holistic ways to fall asleep. I appreciate that. Like, meditation and... So, because <laughs> of her little judgmental attitude, <laughs> I just reflexively said, no, I didn't take anything. I think I just passed out. Maybe I was sleepwalking. You were like, sometimes people pass out. I'm sometimes like, no. Do, and it's sometimes it's... At 51, people don't just pass out. In the middle of the night. So she goes on and said, okay, well, get back into bed. I can barely move. I got, I crawled over her side of the bed. Yeah, he like, just looked weak. Right back to sleep. He went right back to sleep. I went back to sleep an hour later because my adrenaline had spiked. And I slept with my hand on your chest so I could feel your heartbeat because I thought you were dying. Oh, that's sweet. Right. So the next morning, we had to get up early because we had to train some um, clients. and our your nurse practitioner was in that in the 5 a.m. morning class. So I asked her, you know, I told her what happened and she was super concerned and ordered you to go right away that day to get your blood work done because you had, had she said, go today, get your blood work done because you didn't get it yesterday. And then she later told us she went and checked his chart and asked his doctor again to like relook at his EKG well, and stuff so like that. So for the next two days, April is freaking out that I'm dying. I even checked our life insurance to make sure Horacy was active. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> so as I see the stress beginning to build with her and her worrying about me because of this incident. I started watching everything you ate. I'm like, what is he eating? Maybe it's his food because <laughs> he eats some shit. I really felt like in the moment when I said, oh, you know, people pass out sometimes. You don't always know why. That that would settle her and be fine. Oh, it wasn't. Like- but you kept getting more and more worried. Finally, I had at uh, lunch or something. And three days later. Three days later, I said, baby, I have a confession to make. I took... You said the, I lied to you. I lied to you for the second time in our relationship. I immediately confessed, or immediately, within very quickly confessed both lies. But this time, I had taken my regular half of a gummy that I usually take to go to sleep, it's, which equals, which is a 15 milligram dose. Right. But after two hours, I felt nothing. And it usually kicks in pretty good after about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And for some reason, this night, it wasn't, these aren't, you know, well-controlled. <laughs> Regulated. Yeah, things. So I thought, yeah. well, maybe this is just a bad. So I took the other half of it that was still in the jar. Instead of another, like, local. So now I've taken a whole, which is 30 milligrams, which for some people isn't a lot. But for me... Okay. Ten is a lot. For me, for apparently, that was a lot because I woke up in the middle of the night, the night we're talking about, had to go to the bathroom. I could not get out of the bed. I kept laying there about to pee on myself. Thinking, every time I would try to lift my head off the pillow, the room started spinning. I would get waves of nausea. Because you get motion sickness. Yeah, too. I get motion sickness. So if you get thought, too... Well, I'm just going to have to piss in the bed. Oh but then I finally got it. I would have really thought you were dying. I finally just committed to, instead of pissing the bed, I'd rather just throw up in the floor. So I got up out of the bed, put my hand on the bed, and then slowly, like a baby that can't walk yet, <laughs> I waddled around the bed, holding on to everything as I got around there. I went into the bathroom and just dropped onto the toilet so that I could pee sitting you down. sat down peeing. Yeah. And then I couldn't get back to the bed. And when you woke up was when I had finally attempted to stand up was, and I had just caught myself in the doorframe. And then the minute you saw me, I collapsed. Well, and I'm going to tell you, because you didn't flush. (laughs) I was about wasting time on that. When I got up in the morning, I was like, he peed last night, but there's no pee on the toilet. And he was in no shape to pee with good aim. <laughs> <laughs> he must have sat. I was like, I bet he sat down. And he doesn't sit unless he's, I mean, you don't sit to pee. No. I'm like, no, he I'm, must yeah. have been so sick. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, and I finally, I knew exactly what was happening. I knew I had over, not overdosed. Well, yeah, I guess. I took too big of a dose. And I was super sick and nauseous. I finally crawled into the bed, went right back to sleep, and and felt great the next day. But I was like, eh, she'll forget this. This is stupid. But for the next two or three days, you're stressing out like I'm like I'm on my deathbed. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I overdosed on a gummy. 
leave me alone. And then I had to pay the consequences. Of lying. Of, of lying. <laughs> and now she's going around telling everybody. So I might as well put Well, you lie. told everybody. You no, just I did not. Everybody. You started that. And now. You, you just know? started this. Well, I know. But since you've told all our friends, I might as well tell all. Oh, but of, I asked you. You said not to tell anybody. I asked you if I could tell people. That's true. I have no shame. Really. You like those stories being told. Well, you like the, you know, the further you get from the story, <laughs> the funnier it gets. It's like, oh, that's going to be. So, all right. So, so today, he's not dying. Yeah, I'm not dying. I'm pretty healthy. I got a clean bill of health from the doctor. <laughs> so this episode is going to be sort of a continuation of the last episode. Yeah. The last episode, we talked about our big event in Jamaica, uh, Be Better at Being Bad Week, uh, our, our takeover at hedonism. And, but we, it was more of a, after we listened to it, realized there wasn't a lot of personal stuff. That yeah, we and I was talking really fast. <laughs> like when I listened to it back, I was like, "Why am I talking so fast?" Well, we wanted to we wanted to talk some more about that event, but this time we wanted to include the personal stuff. Yeah, and, it's, and some of the stuff is we had we we want to be careful about. We don't mm-hmm. want to you know tell anybody's names because we're not sure who all would yeah. need to be named in this. But there were a lot of very important things that happen mm-hmm. emotional things uh impactful type things and we it was really, a really special week yeah and we really didn't discuss much of that mm-hmm. stuff in the first episode um so we're gonna try and talk about that tonight or today mm-hmm. and probably well i've made a whole list of things that were personal to me right and so we're going to start with some of those and uh you'll chime in i'm sure but I don't make lists like that. Yeah, it's all in my noggin. (laughs) You have a list, and she'll be in my head. Yeah, I do have a list, um, and it has one word on it. And I will tell you, (laughs) one word. Your list has one word. Well, actually, I started to make a list. Your list is not even spelled. It it just says "li" for list, like short. I started to make a list, and then I got distracted. Okay. Well, so so these are in no part of my ADD. So my list is in no particular order. So I, I'm just going to start talking. And you can, yeah, and I'll start talking too. Yeah. One of the things that was great about this event for us is that I feel like we totally didn't deserve this event. All right. We, we were, yeah. We, so we we got contacted by Hito a couple of years ago. Some friends of ours reached out to them. Um, yeah, kind of put us in touch with them. They brought us Hito brought us pay for a trip for us to come down there and evaluate their health and wellness, their fitness stuff, and just yeah. see if there was anything we thought they could do to improve things. And we gave them some ideas. But one of the things that we pitched to them, not knowing that everybody kind of wants Hito to let them do a takeover because we had not been there, before. right. We pitched the idea of a like a sexual health and wellness summit, a takeover event. And and they said yes immediately. Right. Right. And so now we have to put this thing together. Now we've done a lot of events, dozens and dozens mm-hmm. of events, but most of those have been in the vanilla world and in the fitness world. Yeah. And yeah. and uh so <clears throat> we we we're given permission, we do it, the thing goes great, we think, but the entire time. I was worried. We have all these world-class presenters, all mm-hmm. more accomplished than us. Yeah. We got this iconic resort, and I'm worried the entire time that somebody's going to figure out, <laughs> this is an idiot that lies about taking too much guns <laughs> when going to bed and doesn't know where his keys are at the time. Yeah. And so I felt like there's this imposter syndrome going on. Yeah, Everybody's sure. coming up to us and telling us, great job, super man. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I don't know, you know, if it wasn't really us, it was all of our presenters. And yeah, that. I had the same feeling, especially being around. There was so many incredible women. And I get so enamored by women who are intelligent and well-spoken. And, like, I can just watch. And it's so rare to have a woman that's well-spoken. Oh my God, you're so dumb. I'm just, I'm kidding. Yeah. I could just, up. like all of the presenters that we had, I could just watch, like, I just watch their mouth when they're speaking. And it's just, they're just fascinated. I'm fascinated by smart women. And um, they were all just brilliant. Like watching Luna Matata and Ashley Manta and Dragonfly and Kate Gordon and Miche and Catherine and all of them speaking on a stage. And they're just... They look so confident and poised, and they're 
they're not saying um and uh and like all the things I'm like so like I can that's how I am um I can remember when I was watching Kate on stage thinking hey well you gotta get your shit together listen how well this woman's I mean it's just incredible but I do feel so honored to be in their presence. And it is that imposter syndrome where I'm like, they're going to find out that I don't know shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really an expert in anything. (laughs) Like I can do a lot of things (laughs) okay-ish, but I can't do anything like spectacular. (laughs) The world's okayest influence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, no, I, I am happy. And we were thrilled when we left there and how that event went. Yeah. Uh, and part of our um, feeling uh, like so much graciousness towards those presenters is because I still feel like I don't know that we deserve that opportunity. A lot of people yeah. try to get Hito's here and try to get them to let them do some sort of event. And it's not easy to do yeah. because Hito's inundated with those types of requests. And uh, I do think we have good hearts we have good we have pure hearts good intentions we love I don't people have, i don't have a pure you heart. don't you know you're a filthy liar <laughs> <laughs> but we genuinely love people right um, we genuinely I, I yeah. want to see people um be happy that, and improve their life that's and, not implying that other people who've reached out to you know trying to yeah aren't that way that's true so yeah. again that's where i keep going back to why us why did they allow yeah, i don't know good question let's not ask them because they might change their mind <laughs> well we did ask them and they were like oh, you know, <laughs> great i don't know <laughs> they didn't build me up like i was hoping <laughs> um all right. So, yeah. So there was a little but bit. But imposter syndrome is a real thing. We should do a whole podcast on that because, I mean, look at, we're from Alabama. Yeah. You know, we grew up, I grew up incredibly poor. I'm super ADD. <laughs> like, can't add, can't do math. <laughs> yeah, you get hung up on the fact that math is your weakness, but nobody cares because you're super smart. And yeah, but. Look, when you stood in front It's a of, real issue. That night at Flame Grill, toward, uh, I think it was the second to last night, where we had the dinner for all the team, uh, oh, all the presenters, yeah, all so those good. couples. They were all at one table, and you stood up in front of that entire group. And, um, I mean, you commanded that room, and not through some domineering way. You were just genuine and touching and... You know, everybody was listening to you, and I just stood there like an imbecile going, oh, you know, she's, I'm married to such a cool person, you know. So you were great. But I'm, so I'm the only imposter. You're All sweet. right. <laughs> um, so. Sweet. Thank you. Next, next thing that I had on my list. And again, I no, think- no, no, no reason this is number two, but I'm getting older. Yeah. Yeah. But you get sexy at the older you get. No, that's not true. And yeah. I'm on my. Potentially and, on my deathbed after <clears throat> the incident the other night. But so we had an opportunity. Now, we don't generally give out a lot of details about our play sessions. It's just yeah. we've never been super. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Not publicly. But um, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, no, but I don't ever want people that we are fostering connections with or maybe looking to play with to feel like, oh, no, I don't want to play with them because I don't want I don't want like, is this real or is right. this for wanna, media or content? I don't want to feel like every time. You, like it's disingenuous, you know? Yeah, every time I play with Scott, I want to end up on podcast. Right. Play with April yeah. on podcast because people may not be comfortable with that. But yeah. uh, we didn't really expect to play. Yeah, we, we actually went in with the rule of no booty con duty. Yeah, which we got from Dragonfly that uh, that same. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but and because we knew we were going to be busy. Yeah. It's just hard yeah. to run an event and then also have the peace of mind and the and for my mental headspace right yeah because <laughs> yeah you try to trick yourself if i do i try to trick myself because i get a lot of anxiety going into really any event that we go to i start running through the what ifs like okay so what if so-and-so wants like what if i say no are they going to be is our feelings going to be hard you know and then i start spiraling <clears throat> and so if i just draw a hard line 
whether it is real or imaginary, <laughs> I say, when we go this week, we are nobody on duty. Yeah. No clay. We're not doing it. And then I'll say, but. <laughs> yeah, both times we've been to a major event where we put that ruling in place. All the stars align and everything is bright. Then we'll play. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing as people who set their uh, uh, clocks five minutes fast to trick them into being on time somewhere. I also do that. Yeah, it's that kind of thing, which <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Because when you tell me no booty or duty or, hey, when we go to this event, we're not playing. I said, well, why would you preempt Yeah, I know. And that? you want to know, like, no, 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 the no. details. I'm like, I don't know. It just feels better to say that. Okay, yeah, that makes no sense. I don't, I, because I fear that when you say, don't say that. Don't put anything, don't take anything off the table, but don't put anything on it. Right. Just go and let happen whatever happens. But I'm afraid when you say, I like when you hear me say, I don't like this, no booty on duty or we're not playing tonight. Right. That that means I'm going to be there desperately trying to find somebody to play with. And I have never right. once in my life done that. Yeah. Um, well, not totally. I, no, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, we did end up having a play session that we, we, did. That we yeah, didn't we really expect. Good one. Um, and not only did we not expect to play with anybody because we we thought we'd be working so much. Um, you we, thought I would sabotage? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was actually in a format we don't typically prefer. Yeah, that's which true. Is, which is, I guess, it would technically have been an orgy. Yeah. Uh, if you consider six people an orgy, yeah, which is what I think it what is. this was. But yeah. we're not going to name the couples. Uh, they may be completely okay with we say. No, we don't want to name But we're not going to name Absolutely not. But. Um, it was two couples that we very much had, had an interest in. Yeah. Uh, one, we had met at a previous event. Yeah. And there seemed to be genuine interest. Yeah. But, but it just never materialized. And then uh, the other couple was somebody we just met for the first time at this event. Yeah. Which we were both very in person. Interested. Yeah. And and we had so here's the here was the thing though. One of those couples, uh, I thought I had a really good connection with the uh, girl. Yeah. One of the couples, the other couple, the new the couple that we had never personally met before, I didn't feel like the girl was all that interested in, in me. Oh, really? No, because we really hadn't had much of a conversation. I mean, we talked. Yeah. But there yeah. hadn't been the thing that you know I like, which is that intimate flirting, the touching, mm -hmm. the yeah. maybe some kissing here and there. But hadn't had it so much so, and I was in such doubt about that, um, that the, the day before this play session yeah. materialized, I had a conversation with Luna Matatas mm -hmm. and Greg Wong at that table. yeah. yeah. Where I said, they asked if we had played with anybody. And I said, no, but I'm really interested in a couple of different mm -hmm. couples. I said, but one of them, the female, I don't think is really interested in me. Or at least yeah. I'm not sure. And and, she, yeah. and Luna asked me if I got my feelings hurt if I got rejected, typically. Right. And and, <laughs> and what'd you say? I, yeah, this was a smart-ass answer, but it's true. It wasn't a smart-ass, it was true. It was. I, I said, I've never been rejected. All right now, but the but then I, <laughs> as arrogant as that sounds, what I explained was, I've never proposed play to somebody that, that I wasn't sure. rock solid sure yeah. because I had because I really liked the build up, mm -hmm. the conversations, the flirting, and by the time I get through that process, there's been so much talk and conversation that you kind of know. Yeah, and so I yeah. never really proposed it to him. And she said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, you know what? I want you two to hold me accountable tomorrow to ask me because today I'm going to pop the question. That's what oh so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find out. I'm just going to find out. I'm going to risk. But rejection. you didn't. Okay. Well, I know I'm getting that, but I was going to risk rejection. And they said, okay, we'll ask you tomorrow. Now, I never got to ask that question because that couple I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, you tell, how did this play session come up? Because it wasn't that it was the couple that I'm talking about that I wasn't sure had any interest in me. You know, I have no idea. Well, no, I do kind of. That's the problem with my brain. I don't remember details very much. I think they came up to us in the pool. The nude pool. Somebody did. One of the And they had also connected with the other couple that we had connected with, right? I don't know. <laughs> they, this didn't happen when I was around. It happened when I was away. Well, they must have. Because they said, would you guys like to play 
with us tonight and this other couple who we were also talking to. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And I think I told you, I'm like, you did. Well, later you came and said, hey, they just came and proposed a six way play session tonight. Which I would typically be like, no, I'm not into it. But I was like, I, it was, I'm just so fascinated by their brains. First of all, they're all fucking hot. Like, yeah. You're not just fascinated by their brain. Good looking. But they are such good conversationalists. And for me, to be able to have a good conversation with somebody and not feel like I have to lead the conversation the whole time, um, I love that. Um, so... Yeah, they're all four brilliant. Oh, yeah. You can tell when you get in a yeah. conversation with any of them immediately, like, oh, these are really smart. Really smart people. And they're all super hot. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you came to me at some point and go, hey, I, I feel so weird not being able to say their names, but they know who they are. Yeah. But <clears throat> they proposed a six-way play session tonight, and I said yes. I'm like, you didn't ask me? And you go, what, are you going to say no? I said, well, of course not. <laughs> Even though that's not our preferred it isn't. format. Right, right. Um, so here's the problem for me that I'm admitting by far, I'm the oldest one out of that six of them. Yeah, I was too. Well, you we were, were both the oldest. No, well, you were second oldest. You were, you're six. What are you? How old are you? <laughs> 46? I think I'm eight years younger than you. No, you're not that much. You're like six, six years younger. I am six. And they were, two of them were a couple. Years. Just younger. You don't have to say how okay. much younger. They were younger. One, but not like 18. Well, I start getting into my head about that. Right. I'm thinking, all right, they want my hot wife, but they're probably not interested in this. See, I do the same thing. I'm like, we both do that. Like, oh, yeah, because they're totally into Scott, because you're so charming and like so charismatic. So I'm like, I do the same thing. Like, oh, they're probably super into Scott and I'm his wife. So they're like, we'll take her too. The minute I start talking, I'm thinking, Scott, you sound. So stupid. Stop no, talking. Don't. Just let yeah. your wife real people Well, in. it worked out because we had a lovely play session. We did. And, but that's good. not the point. I put this in the yeah. notes. I wanted to I say. Know, but those insecurities people... are real. And I think everybody experiences those in some way um, going into that. Because you just never, like, we're comfortable with each other. So we don't have insecurities except for you about taking drugs, too many drugs. <laughs> Um, um, but I mean, I, I would think they're normal people. They put their pants on the same way we do every morning. They eat, you know, um, the, one of the real highlights for me, this might sound weird to say, but was when we did the body image panel and we had all of our presenters and all of our hosts in there and, um, the men and the women, because men suffer with body image issues as well. And everybody took turns talking about what it was, where their body image issues stemmed from, how they deal with them. Um, and um, Kate Gordon really had a hard time. You know, she got really emotional. And, you know, most people would look at her and go, you don't have a reason to have body image issues. Well, and you've said that to me before. Like, don't you feel weird like telling people you have body image issues when yeah. there's people that actually well, should? And, and to clarify, you know? and to clarify for anybody that doesn't know, Kate Gordon's a CrossFit Games athlete, yeah, CrossFit seminar staff member, yeah, and looks the part. I mean, right. her body is looks like it's chiseled out of marble. Yeah, but that I felt like I got punched in the gut when she was crying like that because it was just like. This is a real fucking issue with women and little girls being raised up to think they have to look a certain way and being criticized by people. And people on social media think that it's okay for them to comment on another woman's body or anybody's body, what they look like, how heavy they are, their muscles. Look at your muscles. I mean, I've been called manly and, you know, I got a a back like a linebacker and people think that's fucking funny. It's not fucking funny. Sorry, I'm laughing. Yeah, I know, because you're super (laughs) insensitive. (laughs) But I love feeling strong. But then there's the other side of the spectrum. I mean, it's just, it's not okay to comment on a woman's body. 
but hearing all of these beautiful women and men talk about the same thing. We are all the same. We all have the same issues. We all have the same insecurities and we're all working to overcome them. That probably was my absolute favorite workshop or yeah that was a powerful hour so and yeah listening to all these incredibly uh strong beautiful and accomplished women talking about their insecurities and then you think there's no way there's no way they have insecurities right listen how's i mean like you listen to them speak and it's just like I don't know how anybody's not a sapiosexual. (laughs) Which means you're attracted. Attracted to somebody's intellect because like, I would have fucked all of them. Like, big orgy, let's go. They're all just so smart. And so I just, uh, yeah. And a lot of them are coming back next year. So remember that she said that. (laughs) I also want to say there's a couple that we met um, from the country of New Mexico. There's actually, there was two couples from New Mexico that were both fascinating (laughs) couples. By the way, she's saying country of New Mexico, and that's a shot at me. Okay, so one of these couples from New Mexico messaged (laughs) us before the event because they were ordering the Naughty Gym jersey. And the way I had said it in the store, I had messed something up so the the shipping wouldn't work. I kept saying shipping unavailable to this area. Well... The husband messaged Scott <laughs> and said, there's something well, I'm going to come out looking like a genius. I'm <laughs> trying to order a jersey and it keeps saying shipping's unavailable. And Scott's response was, they don't ship internationally. <laughs> to New Mexico. It was another country. Though, so in your defense, I had also never met anybody from New Mexico. Yeah, I don't, I don't so we weren't even sure if it was real. And then... <laughs> Lo and behold, at this trip, two couples from New Mexico, and both of them were absolutely fascinating. One of which messaged you today and got your name wrong. (laughs) Called me Ashley, and I thought that was so funny. I still don't know if he's being familiar. Okay, so (laughs) I will never forget him. Him and his wife walked into the lobby on check-in day, and... You know, they did the check-in stuff, and um, I, you know, we were walking up and introducing ourselves to everybody. Never met them, and had never met them before. And um, they started to walk away, and I said, "Hey, wait, wait, wait!" I said, "I put my hand out." I said, "Hey, I'm April," and he gives me a fist bump, and he goes, "I know." And I go, "What's your name?" He goes, "You don't get my name." <laughs> and just cool guy walked out. <laughs> and I was like, I need to get to know that guy. That's the kind of shit I like. Yeah. That kind of assertive, and he had this real sheepish smile. And by so the way, sexy. even though we didn't get a chance to, you know, nothing, we never like got a lot of time with this couple. No, but they're super. We cool. were both very attracted to you. You know who you are. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, um, and she, yeah, she's a doll. I mean, both of them just super engaging I, and I, so I fun. Inappropriately had my hands on her quite a bit. I don't with know. consent. Well, I don't know. She never said no. <laughs> but she, okay. Anyway, that was bad. I shouldn't have said that. But you know who you are. So if we ever travel internationally again. Yeah, we're ever out of country in New Mexico. And then the other couple from from New Mexico. Uh, we don't know if we could use people's names, so we're not. I, uh, we're not I wish we would have come up we with know like, pseudo names. Yeah. Um, we're just... Hilarious. They had chicken fingers. What night no, was that? No, that was the night we did Seven Deadly Sins. And I don't know why this, I don't know what was going on. But chicken she, wings and chicken no, drumsticks. She had a, she had a tr- chicken nugget It was like necklace. a, yeah, uh, and a barrette. And, yeah. and it disgusted me. <laughs> it was so She's a super hot chicken. She came up to me with his chicken nugs hanging off of her. It's like, I can't even look at you. <laughs> And then she made me wear the necklace. I know, but yeah, <laughs> she had the most infectious smile and laugh yeah, though. And they, they took second place in the fittest couple competition. Yeah, and I almost won it. Yeah. And then on the last day, they were running around having sex, like a sex scavenger hunt, I think they called it, and having sex. And I think she said 27 or 28 different places on the last day. It was just... Yeah. I, I saw them in the middle of them. Like, yeah. You guys just... I absolutely... What did I say? I, don't know. I absolutely adore people 
that are just insanely themselves. Yeah. Just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what this think. is who I am. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. And that was that couple. They were just like, this is who I fucking am. Well, like it or not. Well, I got another couple that I aspire to be like that. <laughs> and we, you know, especially, well, yeah. I'm more reserved than you. We are. But, but, but growing up in Alabama, it's hard, you know, because everybody hates us in our community. Yeah. Not everybody. A lot of people do. Anyway, another couple I want to bring up. Um, we, we are amateurs at Hedo. We've been there four times now, but we really, compared to a lot of people, we don't know that much about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we reached out to a couple uh, that we are friends with. We've known for a while. Yeah. And we've been to some other things with them who have been a lot. And that is... Uh, Mickey Mallory. Yeah, I want to make sure I say the correct Yeah, names. from Casual Swingers. Uh, yeah, I froze for a second. Like, am I supposed to say the name? Yeah. Uh, but from the Casual Swingers part. Yeah. Maybe. Who, by the way, are doing their own Hedo trip March 30th through April 6th. And there's still a few rooms available, not a lot. And um, we may actually be there for part of that trip. We're going to try to see if we can make that work. Don't know yet. But we do know this, that if you want to go to Hedo for the first time ever, go to their, go to their trip. And they're, they're phenomenal. Yeah. And this is how we know that. We said this in the first podcast. They are, so they have a week at Hedo as well. Yeah. The, technically, you could consider competition for our week right. now because ours is going to be annual. Theirs is annual. Yeah. And sometimes when people have uh, competing things like that, they don't, they're not willing to help out the competitor. Right. They not only were helping out, I'm not sure that everybody knew that it was our event and not theirs. <laughs> That's how much they did for us. Oh, God. They were just like DJs, partying. They did it. One of the, they, they took one of the catamarans out because we were like, we just want to rest today and don't have the bandwidth to do a catamaran cruise. Nikki and Mallory are the most they, incredible people we've ever yeah, known. Yeah. And they, uh, they broke their backs to make sure. That our event, not their event, yeah. our event was phenomenal. Yeah. And they they did everything imaginable. They did way more than you could ever expect yeah. them to be able to do. And uh, we just... It was phenomenal. We it's another them. one of those things where you go, why are these people being so nice to us? Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys are just amazing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people yeah. had probably way more contact with them during the week than did with us because we're running around behind the scenes, yeah. back in management's office, trying to make sure yeah. you're... But they're on the front lines making sure the people were having fun. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel like I owe them all oral sex. I don't know. Yeah, you should definitely put (laughs) Mickey oral sex. Uh, All right. Another, another, uh, Nikki, Mallory, we told you thanks a lot, but it's never going to seem like enough. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Well, and all of our host couples, you know, Brian and April and... Rick and Shani. And, Are you supposed to say everybody's name? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. And 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 I want to bring up another couple in particular that mm-hmm. we had never met prior to this. Uh, I had met, well. We Zoomed. We had, yeah, virtually met. It's and I told you how many, I don't know how many, I, how many times I told you. I'm like, if she lived here, we'd be just best friends. Yeah. So, uh, and, and they're very... Uh, open about what they yeah. do. So I think we said their names. Yeah, Matt we and can. Cara. Matt and Cara. Uh, and Matt, Oregon. Matt manages a large gym in Oregon, which I think is a, I think that's still in the continental United States. Yeah, that's not international. <laughs> that's not Oregon is actually state. a state. <laughs> and and Cara is a pelvic floor specialist and has a, gym, a, home, a, gym. You know, a home gym called Push Fitness where she mm-hmm. trains people. So they're b- very much into fitness. They're naughty gym members. Yeah. And oh my God, I just love them to death. Yeah. It's, uh, you do. Some, one of the problems when you go to places and you meet people like this, you go, God damn it. I can't see you very easily because you yeah. go so fucking far I away. I don't know how far away you, it is. You like, start feeling homesick for people that you have only known for a short period of time, but it's because like, you just feel that soul connection where it's like, these are my people. Yeah. Why are you so fucking far away? <laughs> like, I need to see you more. And then um, you just can't. Well, they did say they have, a timeshare somewhere. I don't know where, but that we can go use it with them. So yeah, we have to play. I do not in the least get bothered by uh, using people's privileged resources. resources. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> they, want, they want us to come to their vacation. You will shamelessly ask anybody for anything. Yeah. Like, look, can I come to your house and just hang out? 
I don't care. We do that to our best friends here. That's true. We do do that. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Cara, thank you for all the oh, help that yeah. you've done and for being just the two incredible people. Yeah. And, and we genuinely love both of you. So, yeah. Um, what yeah, else? Just beautiful us? people. Oh, what about our, uh, oh, our Switzerland friends? Swiss. Who are they're, possibly insane, both of them. Oh, God. They're beautifully insane. I just adore them. I can't say that enough about these people. She reminds me of a 1950s old Hollywood actress. Like just Are the you way saying she, she's super old? No. Just the way she talks and her mannerisms and, oh, darling. Like, she's just... Oh, she's not old. She's, she's not. She's, she's younger than we are. Yeah. I just want to squeeze her. She's just so beautiful. Just kind and gets along with anybody. And he <laughs> is, I don't think he has yet to say anything to me that did not make me laugh. Yeah. He's just smiles all the time. Yeah. He's that, like six foot four. At least. No, he's taller than Yeah. Me. Always has a smile on his face. We met them at Hito in at Hito Sweet Breakers yeah. in March of 2023. And hit it off so well. They said, look, we're coming to They you. said, we're coming to your week. And then... They had, this past weekend, a glow party at their home in Switzerland called the Glow Job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew they invited us. And we were like, we can't because we're in the process we're, of selling our own gym. Yeah. But and we, we, told them, we did promise to them, though, we would make a trip out to Switzerland eventually. Then, we'll get out to see them. Isn't that incredible? We've got, what's so awesome is we've met, met so many people that have vacation homes or they live in some, you know, what to us sounds like this uh, bucket list country. Yeah. That we And they, hey, come. Like come, New Mexico. <laughs> come in our exotic international location in New Mexico. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get invited to do these kinds of things. And I'm just uh, overwhelmingly thankful yeah. for some of these relationships that we've built. And, <clears throat> that, you know, Again, I don't know what we did to deserve people like this in our life. Yeah. I'm certainly thankful for it, uh, including um, CD, CMD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Saylor names, but our Canadian have, lovers were who really are were the catalysts for "Be Better, Be Bad." We ever getting off the ground in the first yeah. place because they two of our very first Naughty Gym members connected us with Hito because mm -hmm. they had been there multiple times before and somehow. Uh, got the message that, hey, you guys should, Hito, you guys should meet Honey Jim. Yeah. And, you know, through a series of emails and us traveling there, Be Better, Be Bay was born. Yeah. But they've also become uh, our business dear, mentors. Dear friends, too. Dear friends. She's just like a soul sister. And um, they, they've been in a lot of our events. Yeah. And... You know, Almost all of our events, right? I think so, yeah. Almost all of them. And nobody has had... A, a bigger impact on our on the naughty gym enterprise sure. since it launched yeah. than them. Yeah. And they're just caring and kind and loving. People. And yeah. So one of my favorite um times was the was it Saturday night or the Sunday night? So everybody left um be better at being bad week on Saturday. Yes. Okay. So then on Sunday we kind of just slept. We were there for three or four days. I yeah, think. slept and had meetings. And then that night, we went out to dinner with C&D. Right, right, they were staying one extra day. So. Yeah, and just to kind of unpack the week and talk about what we could do different next year, what went well, what didn't go well. And um, first of all, D is... A phenomenal host. They, I mean, she just is so loving and so kind and so just. And you can tell, like, she she'll was, overwork herself yeah, if she you let her. She is incredibly high. concerned with the well being of others. Yeah. And she's very empathetic. So she can pick up when, you know, think somebody's not feeling in their element. And she's really good at navigating that for people, helping people navigate that. So we went to dinner with them, had a beautiful dinner watching a sunset. Off-site. We left the resort. At, um, what's that place called? I'm going to one. I want to say the Cliffs, but that's not it. No, it's right next to, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways. It's a place everybody goes. Uh, 
<laughs> that helps me. So we had a dinner there and then got back. And was it that night that we um, all sat on the picnic table? I don't know. If, yeah. Um, yeah. Had to be. And yeah. we said, we're just going to go out here to the beach and all and get, share uh, a, a joint from Hito Ito. I don't know if that's where they got the. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Probably because that's responsible. We got so high. The most high. The mo- and played uh, Connect Girls Four. versus Guys Connect Four on the beach at a Jamaican resort in the high shit. <laughs> but as one would expect, the guys won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I have no recollection of that. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it was just, um, it was just a, a lovely moment with them, right? To just simple, kind of, nothing. we can go, they were there when we started um, planning Be Better Being Bad. They were there through the whole process of it. But yeah, they're just really lovely human beings. And um, so that was a really s- sweet and special night to kind of wrap up everything. Yeah, guys, C&B. We tell you a lot. I, I, I hope you know how much you mean to us. And uh, I don't think this business would be anywhere near as successful as it is. This community, this Nigel community wouldn't be what it was or is without you. Yeah. Guys. And then snacks. What? Oh. <laughs> so. so, yeah, we got there about three days before the event started in order to prep and, you know, make sure everything is the way we And by day one, my voice was almost gone. Every time. Yeah. But we also stayed three or four days after the event to have some follow-up meetings. You know, hey, what did we do well? What do, what do we need to fix? What can we do better? Those sorts of things. Uh, what was beautiful about it is people always say Hito is as mild or as wild as you want it to be. Yes. And, and for those three or four days that we were there after the event, we just sort of hid in the shadows. Yeah. Nobody knew who we were. We didn't. We went to the prude side and just laid out naked on the beach. And it was for the most relaxing days. Oh, it was so nice. And then, you know, they still had parties every night and stuff like that. But you probably wanted to party a little more than I did. I was a little bit tired. And when you lose your voice, even though it didn't hurt, talking just takes so much effort and it was just draining me and so i was like i just want to watch a movie in the room and eat snacks <laughs> so you can go to Hito and have a very relaxing non-party field environment because we did it for four days uh, and, and, ha- and night, still had a blast and every night at midnight we would go up to the uh dining room area yeah. and pile plates full of the most awful <laughs> At least healthy possible food. Ever chicken yeah. fingers and no, it was chicken nuggets with bones. It was chicken wings, right? It was chicken wings where she called chicken nuggets with bones uh, and grilled cheese sandwiches and desserts. And I mean, we would just pile a plate up, go back to our room, probably smoking marijuana or something, and watch a movie and just sit there like fat slobs in our bed with crumbs falling all in the sheets. Not fat slobs, just like normal okay. people well, who want but, to relax. Okay, but we did that for four nights in a row. That's okay. And it was wonderful. It was, yeah. We got to, we were able to mentally recover and... It's not something we typically do. No. It was, we needed that. It's something I wanted to do. Yeah, we needed that. (laughs) You you actually asked if you could go get snacks for this podcast. Yes. I want snacks all the time. (laughs) That's a big problem. Um, Yeah, it was was nice for you and I to be able to uh, decompress and breathe and just enjoy our time with each other and not worry about parties and other people mm-hmm. and, and and it's nice and you know you absolutely can go to hito and party your ass off yeah but you can relax and just have a, a great time with you and your spouse yeah too because we yeah. did it for four days yeah i am um, you know i was really struck by how easy it was to speak to everyone that was there like you know Hito's dining area is really big and, you know, you get your breakfast every morning and I never felt, and I hope other people didn't feel this way, but I never felt that like new kid in the cafeteria feeling like, oh, where am I going to sit? You know, like, can I sit at this table? Do they want me to sit with them? It just, 
every day felt like I can sit wherever I want. I can sit with them. I can sit with them. I can. Everybody is so loving and kind and welcoming. Um, I wish I had had more time with um, Ashley Manta and Canadian Daddy. Uh, we <laughs> had a few run-ins with them that just tickled me so much because they're just so sweet with each other. And Luna Matata and Greg Wong, I wish I had more time with them as well because um, I didn't, I didn't yeah. really feel like, I mean, there just wasn't enough time. Like I felt yeah, like. It did seem like we got more time with some of the presenters. Than we did yeah, it just schedule wise and stuff like that. But um, one, of the things, just, yeah. one of the things that struck me was that we had prepared. So I think we're good at mediating conflict. If it ever comes up. And, yeah. And we expected, you know, there's 400 and something, 450 people yeah. at this thing. Yeah. There's likely to be some conflict and or something that we have to get involved with. Right. Yeah. As far as we know, nothing happened. Yeah. And if it did, our either host, host handled or it. the presenters or somebody else handled it and it never got back. Yes. But there wasn't a single issue that we had. Yeah. Well, that was something that the management asked us. Did you have any drama? And we were like. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. Yeah, we didn't. There had to be drama somewhere. I mean, I'm sure there was probably some interpersonal, like, between, like, husband and wife kind of stuff. But um, we didn't. It was never brought to our attention. And I'm proud of us. That was a stressful time. Yeah. I mean, that was a big event. It was something we weren't sure we can pull off well. We put so much work into yeah. it, the months leading up to it. And, you know, you go into an environment like that where you're supposed to be host and logistics manager and party person and yeah everything are people are you going to play with anybody or not and and that kind of stuff can put a stress on your relationship behind closed doors yeah we had a blast the entire time they did yeah we had no conflict with with each other but you know we we work so well together we sounds braggadocious well, I don't care. <laughs> I'm a little brag. No, but we do. We we work well together. We worked together before we were in a relationship. And so we know how to use each other's strengths. We know how to fill in the gap with, you know, the other person's weaknesses. Um, but I think we did a lot of communicating going into this week. So we already had our expectations set with each other. Like, what do we want out of this week for each other? What do we want out of this week as a collective? Um, And so there wasn't really anything to fight about. I mean, we gave each other grace. We knew we were going to be tired at times and we were going to be stressed. And I remember that last night, the the very last night, Friday night, there was a small group of us kind of gathered outside the uh, disco Mm area, just talking. We're like, Scattered yeah. around the steps there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We were out there probably an hour. I don't remember anything we talked about at all. I I'm do. not even sure if I could tell you who all was. I could. I loved it. But yeah. I know that it was just great. We're at the end of this massive party week, and we're just having vanilla, mostly, conversation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was great. And then we walked off from that. We said, well, let's go to our room. And it all of a sudden hit me that, damn, a year of preparation months and hours and hours of work right now it's over that's it that was it yeah it was the end of it. and i got sad like i started getting teared up like oh shit <laughs> wait a minute is there somewhere else we should go <laughs> there for party? one party that was it yeah that was the end of it yeah and then you crashed like three minutes after and that. <laughs> and then all of that upset and worried that it was over <laughs> manifested into me falling asleep before my head hit the pillow <laughs> and that was it, it was over. yeah but it was great yeah and it, I feel like it's marked uh, a turning point for us in our life. Yeah, because I think so. I don't know when this is going to air, but probably within a day or two yeah. of this airing, we will no longer own a commercial gym. Right, we yeah. We sold it. We got back as soon as... So we actually spent an extra day in Hito because there was a snow and ice storm back Yeah, home. and they, get, they graciously gave us another night. Yeah, so we got home. And our feet hit the ground running because we had to get our gym ready to sell. We've got eight staff members. and We had agreed on a deal two days before we went to Jamaica, and now we had to get all that done. All of it, yeah. So in two days will be our very last day. Owning a gym. Owning a gym for the first time in how many years? 13. 
Yeah. I opened my first gym when I was 38 years old. Yeah. I'm 51 now. That's a lot of math. It doesn't seem like it's all I feel like I've really known. Right. And it's all over from my company, you know, from that, that style of moment. Yeah. It's, It's over. Two days after we're two days from right now, yeah. it may be the day we release this podcast. Yeah, so it's very strange because um, we will be working from remotely from home, but it's exciting. It's bittersweet um, because we have a lot of people that we love at that gym. Our staff members have been with us for six almost seven years now. And, and the hard part of this sale, well, one of the hard parts, is we know that, you know, we, in our community, people know about us and, and there's so yeah. many rumors, some of them true, some of them not. We have agreed with the new owners to walk away from that gym. Completely, yeah. Which is full of all of our friends. Yeah. And we're not all of our friends, but that gym is full of friends. Right, yeah, and family. Yeah. And the only friends we have that aren't part of that gym are our lifestyle friends. Right. People that were at this event, people yeah. that we've met over the years. Yeah. And so it's just this weird situation where we can't show our face up there because we want to make sure that gym has a solid footing now and gets rid of our reputation. reputation yeah. A reputation that honestly... Well, and not only that, of. we want the owners to be able to establish themselves as the leaders and the head. We don't want people coming to us saying, this isn't the way you guys did things and complaining to us. I want... I I really believe in the new owners and I think they're going to do a phenomenal job. I wouldn't have turned it over to them otherwise. I would have closed the doors. Um, but I really do think that they are strong leaders and they will do a really good job with our community. But... Um, it's exciting because now we get to turn 100% of our time and energy in focus it on Naughty Gem, which we have not done since we opened. Yeah, and, and I, we're proud of Naughty Gem. Yeah. I know. We both feel proud Super about Super proud. But we also feel bad that, I don't know if feel bad is the right word, but we have been torn between two worlds. Yeah. Vanilla, Greek and Mortar CrossFit Gym. Right. And our not vanilla online right. virtual community yeah. that we've been building. And I don't, we both feel like we haven't done the best job we could do because we haven't been able to devote ourselves entirely to either one. Right. Now we're going to be able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really spent the last, well, we started Naughty Gym in 2020. And since then, I've probably only been able to put 20% of my time into Naughty Gym because. 80% of that went to our commercial gym, yeah, just keep running the daily operations. It's a lot of work. <clears throat> so I have so many ideas and so many things that I want to work on that I don't even know where to start yet. So I'm excited to like get some planning done. And um, So while it's bittersweet that we're having to get rid of this thing that we've built together, this yeah. commercial gym and all of our friends. We get to build town, a new, something new together. We get to focus on. Something new and exciting. And, um, you know, we're going to take maybe a week. We're going to take a weekend little getaway with some very good friends of ours. Just go decompress and celebrate here in about uh, 10 days. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm excited. I'm a little scared, a little nervous because this is our only thing. I am not scared. You're confident? I'm 100% confident. Good. And excited. And, yeah, I think it's going to be great. And Thursday... I'm sleeping in. <laughs> yeah. I know, Wednesday night. I don't know when this is airing again. Probably Wednesday morning, I guess. Actually, I probably have to take a kid to school. <laughs> but we will wake up Thursday morning, February 1st, essentially, unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be, we're still self-employed. Yeah. It's um, going to be weird. It's going to be an adjustment. Yeah. For 13 years, we've had a gym to go to. But we've got some great things coming up. You make this sound like it's like tragic it's not tragic it is exciting it's bittersweet yeah but we have great things on the horizon and they're in naughty gym we have so many ideas so many plans i've got yeah cara has been messaging me up and messaging with her she's been very patient with me because i'm like let me get on the other side of the sale because her and i have some really great ideas of some things we want to do with naughty gym um, and some new podcast episodes and and if you're listening this deep into this episode 
Yeah, if you're still listening, I'm you, sorry. And, yeah, and you think, hey, I know something that would be great for Naughty Jim. Don't hesitate to message us. We have, or don't message us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Depends on what it is. Well, we have, message us, but without any expectations. We may say no. By now, we're going to have time to maybe do some of these things. Because we've had people message us ideas before, and we're like, yeah, that's stupid. Are we going to hurt their feelings if we just delete them? Well, baby, I'm proud of that yeah. uh, Jamaica went. I'm yeah, excited about too. the future yeah. of, of Naughty Jim. I am proud to be in a relationship with the most incredible woman I've ever met. Mm. And uh, What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super excited that maybe we'll get to do some separate dating now. That we have. Oh, yeah, we'll have time to do separate dating. And I'm so happy that you're not done. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably enough. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. And for everybody that went to uh, Jamaica with us, thank you for attending and all the kind words and things, messages that you sent us. If you didn't get to go and want to, I promise you that as good as this year was, next year is going to be even better. Yes. So book January 4th through the 11th, 2025. You go to hedonism.com. You book right on their website. We don't handle any of the booking. So don't message us to book. Go to hedonism.com January 4th through the 11th. There's already been a lot of rooms, but... Yeah, it's already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... It's going to sell out this year. You are not going to want to miss this. And we've got some other things. We've got a trip to El Salvador. It's coming up probably 2025. We're working to confirm that now. And then... Oh, yeah, I'm giddy about a little, that one. A little trip that's probably going to come up later this year. Yeah. We just got to get on the other side of selling our gym and get all this stuff finalized. Thank you for yeah. following us, and uh, we want to go party with you. Yeah. So... uh Thanks for listening, guys, and stay naughty. See you next episode. <laughs>